Welcome back to another great episode of Dan on Top. I'm your host, Dan Lukowitz, and today we have with us Bobby Timms, the founder and director of operations at Centive LLC. Bobby, how you doing? I'm doing well, Dan. How are you? Doing great. Thank you so much for taking the time to join us today on the show. Really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Yeah, so, you know, we got a lot to talk about today, a lot about what you do, and a lot of value to add. But before we get into that, I want to know who you are. So tell our viewers, who is Bobby Timms? All right, yeah. Um, came from Georgia, went to the University of Georgia, graduated there, uh, and went straight to work at PricewaterhouseCoopers um, in the Atlanta office. Uh, worked there for seven or so years, and then they sent me out to Denver to open a new Cossack group out here um and i did that for about a year and then decided it was time to start my own shop so that's where i am now awesome so you mentioned cost seg tell us a little bit about what that is and what the process is like so cost segregation is a tax planning tool for income producing real estate property or commercial property um what it does is it is uh a way to accelerate the depreciation related to that property. Uh, you do that by, by digging into the construction costs, doing some martial valuation service. There's a lot of different ways to go about doing cost segregation, but the end goal is always to accelerate your depreciation to lower your taxable income. Okay, right on. So I know that uh, there typically is kind of a threshold, right, where it does make sense to do a cost segregation study from a cost-benefit analysis perspective and a point where it doesn't. But in our discussion, you had mentioned a certain new product that you're working on that can help in the event that you have property that doesn't maybe make it worthwhile to do that whole full study. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So the way cost segregation works, just to get to your answer eventually is, you know, you're looking for advantageous property inside the larger building, right? And what happens there is if you've spent $50 million on a hotel, there's a lot of that property to dig out and a lot of tax benefit. But if you've spent, say, $700,000 on a, you know, single family home rental property, there's still a lot of benefit there, but it's not as much in terms of dollars. And what happens there and why, you know, this tool I'm really excited to tell you about is, is being developed is because there's not a, as much benefit there. It doesn't make as much sense to do a cost segregation if the fees are too high. Mm -hmm. And the, the fees creep up on these projects because you're talking about, you know, you've got engineers working, you've got tax accounts working on it. A lot goes into it. So the tool we're trying to develop or we're, we're developing is, is kind of taking that area where maybe the fees were a little bit too high. There's still benefit hiding in these properties, but the fees kind of keep you from wanting to go after that benefit. So the tool is meant to really lower those fees, not mess with the benefit at all, but lower those fees by allowing the owner of the property or the developer of the property to take a more proactive role in the cost segregation. So it's, it's not an automated tool. It's not meant to have you type in numbers and it give you a, a cost seg back. It's more of a data collection tool that allows you to take an upfront role in the cost segregation, get us all the data we need, 
which, you know, is sitting right there in your house, um, whether it's through the appraisal or, you know, sometimes it's, it, it's things even like, you know, counting the cabinets in your kitchen, hmm. things like that. Um, it allows you to, you to take a role in that. And we're talking, you know, a cost tag that may have cost 2,500 or 3,000, what well, might've been kind of a barrier to entry for a, for an invest, someone investing in a few homes. Um, we're getting that price point down to six to 800. Wow. With cool. Yeah. Yeah. Really excited about it. Now, are you guys the first to market with such a, you know, a consumer oriented tool? There are, there's one other tool that exists, but it's, I would put that on the very low end. It's for very inexpensive properties and it doesn't actually send the information to a cost seg professional. What it does is it takes the square footage of your house, you know, a few different things and gives you back a number that is very conservative and very low. Um, and that's for the risk involved with doing a cost sure. seg with no professional ever looking at it. So it gives you a really conservative thing back. They only allow you to do it on um, real estate priced under $500,000, which we know that that's becoming more and more rare yeah. um, to find homes for less than $500,000. So no, I, I, there are things in the same space. They work a lot differently. There is nothing on the market right now that allows you to take a proactive role in an actual cost segregation study. This will be the first one. Awesome. It sounds like your tool is a lot more robust and complete. Our tool will allow you to do cost segs on a lot more. Um, so instead of, you know, just your $300,000 house, you know, this tool will be able to use a $1.5 million property, $2 million property, because at the end of the day, it's still a, a fully professional cost segregation. Sure. Okay. Now, uh, back to the actual study. When is the best time to perform a cost segregation study, and how old of a building can benefit? Yeah. So, cost segregation is again, it, it's a tool surrounding depreciation, and when you're accelerating depreciation or changing your depreciation methods, the IRS is actually pretty friendly in that rail. Uh, so let's say you have a 2015 property that you haven't cost seg yet and you want to cost seg it this year. We could do that full project. And rather than going back to 2015 and amending return, 2016 and amending return, 17, so on and so forth, instead of amending all those returns, we get to file a form 3115, um, put it on this year's tax return. And all that benefit is just caught up and taken in the current year. Mm. So I will always tell people, you know, do your cost eggs as soon as you can. But if, if you can always go back and do them, there are advantages to doing them as you place the property in service. Um, information's a little bit more available. Uh, th this gets into more of a commercial thing with residential the information is going to still kind of exist. But with commercial properties, it's always great for me to be able to go and talk to your general contractor, right? Ask him some questions. And if that general contractor was paid five years ago, they're not going to know um, 
what happened and, and they're not going to be very motivated to talk to me. But if you have a general contractor you're currently working with, um, it really helps. And that just all drives the benefit of it. I'll just caveat all this with when it comes to cost segregation, and this speaks to what I just spoke to about the general contractor and the amount of data that our tool pulls in, documentation equals benefit. That's sure. the general rule of thumb with, with, with most, most tax incentives, but especially cost segregation. Sure. Now, Bobby, give us maybe a brief history of some of your experiences performing these cost segregation studies. Yeah, I, uh, I've, this is what I've done. This has been my career. Um, so, you know, at, at PwC, I was, you know, I, I moved up starting cost segregation associate, senior associate manager to running teams. And um, in that time, I got to do a, a lot of, of fun cost segregation studies. I did the Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta. Oh, wow. Did Yeah, that one was a really, really fun one for me. I, as a diehard Falcons fan. I was, you know, buying my season tickets from them for the stadium that I was also getting to tour wow. bi-weekly to do this cost seg. So that was really fun for me. Um, really good experience because again, what a cost segregation is, is, is finding what is the building, you know, what is that long life property and what are all those short life assets within? And when you think about a stadium, it has so much. It's entertainment, yeah. it's sales, it's everything. So getting to do those stadiums um, was really great for me as, a, as an experience, both professionally and, and of course, personally. That's awesome. Yeah, it was fun. That's awesome. Can you share with us just like maybe how much they saved in, in taxes? Uh, a lot, a lot. Um, again, just because of you know, how much stuff goes in there. But, you know, I, I'll not share their personal stuff, their, their, their tax return issues. Um, but a lot of savings driven out of that, uh, just a ton, beautiful building, a lot went into it, great contractors involved. Um, they, they were able to save, you know, we'll say hundreds of millions in, in, in first year deductions. Wow. Wow. That's incredible. It sounds like it was a really great experience for you. So let's switch it up a little bit. I understand that Centive also deals with green energy tax credits. Tell us a little bit about what that is exactly. Yeah. Green energy tax credits are something that I have, have, have really taken a liking to for several reasons. Um, one, they're just super lucrative on all sides of the project. I mean, they can provide so much tax benefit to the developers and what they, and by the reason they're doing that is, is they're trying to incentivize building in, in really, really, you know, energy efficient ways. Um, and they have a ton of bipartisan support in DC, you know, mm -hmm. both sides of the aisle are really for these green energy tax credits. The, the, main one that I'll tell you about here in a moment. Um, it gets extended every year. It's not, you know, written in the code. It, it, it comes in an extenders bill every year. Um, it sat out for a few years, but everything looking forward to saying this tool is going to be available for a while. It may even become more powerful. Um, that's 45L. And I know you have some listeners who are involved with, with multifamily investing, sure. multifamily unit investing or developing. And this tool just shines in multifamily. And 
I'll tell you why. So the way it works is it's $2,000 credit per door. So if you have a single family home, you can make up to $2,000 on your tax credit. Um, If you have a multifamily apartment with 160 doors, you have $320,000 potentially. Wow. And the, the way you qualify for this credit is this credit was started around 2006. And it says, you know, you have to, these 2006 ICC standards have to be beat by 50% or more. So, you know, we're still talking about comparing back to 2006, which I mean, feels like a lifetime ago. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of people are, are beating those standards right now. In California, you have to beat those standards because the minimum standards for the state are more than 50% above those 2006 standards. So not that hard to be a lot of people qualify for it and are just sitting on, on, I mean, you talk about finding change in the couch cushions. We're talking (laughs) about over a quarter million dollars hiding in your, in your real estate investment property. Um, But those are, those, those, that's a really powerful tool. It should, I expect it to continue to get, you know, extended through the years. It's, it's already extended through the end of 2021. Um, I do want to say it works a little little differently than the cost seg. So, so earlier we kind of talked about um, how you can go back to 2015 mm-hmm. to depreciation play. You can come and catch that up. These are tax credits. They're a little different. So with these, you do want to do them as soon as they are ready. Like, but otherwise you're going to be amending returns. Sure. Now, tell me something with these green, uh, you know, tax uh, green energy tax credits. How does one get that certification, right? Because how do we know if they have, you know, that that uh, fit that beating the standards by fifty percent or not? Who gives them that certification? Yeah, uh, me, hopefully. So, <laughs> so the way that works is um, you have to have a third party credentialed engineer, usually a HERS certified engineer, you know, home energy rating, um, and. I'll just kind of give you the, the through and through on our project. So if you have any multifamily house or multifamily facility less than three stories above grade. So if it's four stories, I'm sorry, under the current tax laws, that's just kind of written out of this. Um, that's one of the things I hope to see change as this, you know, as this continues to gather more and more support in DC. So anything under three store or three stories or below, we will take a look at. And what I mean by that is we will go ahead and tell you whether or not those properties are extremely likely to qualify. And we say extremely likely because, you know, there, there's always things that can happen once the project actually starts, right. That may disqualify. Now I will say this is an extremely safe play for any developer owner because we don't charge if things don't qualify, mm. right? If you get your $2,000, we take a portion of it as our fees. But if you don't get that $2,000, no one gets paid. That's why we do a lot of upfront work to make sure they're going to qualify. We'll take your blueprints. We'll take some of, you know, your what kind of R ratings you're using, you know, your U factors on your windows. We'll get all that, say, yes, this is very likely to qualify. 
um, let's get engaged. And then we run it through our software, IRS approved software, go and do an actual site visit. And then that third party, her certified engineers, which we have one incentive, um, will go look at the property, make sure it was actually built to those standards. Cause up to this point, we've only looked at blueprints, mm-hmm. uh, make sure it's built to those standards. Then it's certified. Then we have that, that her certified engineer and eligible signer certify it, sign it. And then you have your, your $2,000 per door. You get, you will get a little sheet of paper for every door, every, you know, have the building number, the address, the, uh, the unit number on it, describe everything we did. That tells you I'm eligible for this credit. You hold on to that forever. You have one. So if you have 320 doors, you have 320 that come in a nice PDF. It's bookmarked. Don't worry. Um, but that's all you have to hold in onto. And then you claim your credit. There's more to the deliverable, but that that's the long and short. It's got a information from the blueprints goes into IRS approved software. It says yes or no. Then we go and make sure it was built in a manner that, you know, the blueprint specified and it has those same energy efficiency ratings then we certify it and that's uh that's when you can take the credit so it sounds like what i'm hearing you say is that you do a lot of upfront legwork and due diligence to see what the likelihood is that these properties will qualify and then if it hits a certain threshold you'll actually go and do a site visit and give the actual certification yeah and we'll do all that before any pen hits the paper you will have a very good idea you know and before anyone's engaged, before anything's gone past, you know, some emails and a few conversations on the phone, we will say, yes, this is going to qualify. If we were wrong, if we missed something, then you don't, you, you don't pay the fee related to that, to the units that don't qualify. Sounds like an awesome service. Now, Bobby, how long is that certification good for? So that certification is good until you, I, I slightly misspoke there. I told you, you know, as soon as we give you that certification, you're good to, you know, get your credit. You actually get the credit when you either rent or sell the development. So that's to say if you built, you know, 30 townhomes and we've given you 30 credits, 20 of those townhomes rent in the current year, you would take those 20 and that's what the certifications are for. And that's what they're good for. Um, if the, remaining 10 aren't sold or leased until the next year, until 2021, uh, just the next year, that's when you would use those 10 certificates to claim your credit. So the certificates don't, they, they, they're good to claim the credit once that last threshold has been passed, which is either renting or selling the property. Gotcha. Okay. Awesome. I understand. Well, Hey, listen, this has been really valuable. You've provided a lot of information. I think for people to find that, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars of change in their couches, as you said. So, you know, I really appreciate you taking the time to come here on the show today. Did you want to close with any specific words, Bobby? Yeah, well, I I just want to thank you. And just again, I, you know, I'd actually love to really quickly throw out some numbers related to that. So do a a $700,000 home, your savings, that first year tax deduction savings going to be somewhere you know, $115,000 to $125,000, you're able to write off in that first year. I just wanted to touch on that one last time. And other than that, no, I appreciate it. Make sure that, you know, if you're working with investors or sponsors, you can ask them if they're taking advantage of these. Um, And 
and just just make sure because it should at least be looked at by somebody if not me someone should be helping you claim these credits they're really powerful tools excellent well, hey bobby thank you so much again appreciate having you on the show hey it was a pleasure i'm dan lukowitz this has been another great episode of dan on top and we'll see you soon